0: buzz talk business talking to you about the real stories and connecting real with people with real life this is buzz talk business so it's gary and holly from dogs and homes rescue that joins us today here at canteen which is the dog friendly cafe in the center of fleet so nice to have you here guys thanks for joining us uh so Gary I've already spoken to in the past we spoke on zoom didn't we a couple That's of months great. ago when we were in a huge lockdown so we know a little bit about dogs and homes rescue so summarise it what is it?
1: So we look to try and find homes for dogs which have been abandoned originally in the streets of Portugal and typically in the Algarve and most of the dogs we look to find homes for our puppies between the ages of three to six months um, and then we basically find homes for them locally we try and keep as tight as we can to fleet
0: uh, we bring them over on a happy bus and then we put them into homes I love the sound of the, uh, the bus yeah. that you've talked about because I've been watching some of your videos and I've seen the bus there and it's just oh it's just magical when you see them arriving uh, at, at the rescue centre
1: yes it is we had 12 coming on Friday and it was a bit of an early start and so apologies to any of my neighbours that were woken up by them um, but yeah we 12 coming Friday and they've uh, seven of them ones their homes. We've got five that we're still arranging to find homes for, which is what I'm busy doing this week.
0: Beautiful names as well on some of them.
1: We don't get to choose all the names, actually. You so don't? We've chosen that in Portugal. Occasionally we might have to rename them, simply because some of the names are um, not quite how we want to have them here. I won't go into it too far, but some of them you just can't pronounce anyway. <laughs> Uh, so that's why we give them new names
0: so what's been happening over the last couple of months
1: over the last couple of months it's been very busy uh, we have seen um, uh, a lot of people trying to surrender dogs to us locally and um, we kept where we can we will try and help those people uh, unfortunately it tends to be dogs that have issues with their dogs uh, and whether it's either behavioural or health wise they aren't the sort of dogs that we can help with. We're not a charity that's set up to deal with unhealthy dogs or dogs with big behavioural issues um, and therefore we tend to be able, not able to help those people but our own dogs The first thing is they need to be healthy and they need to be social, which thankfully they all are.
0: So where do you come into the equation?
2: So the role that I play at Dogs and Homes is mostly to do with social media, I'm a social media volunteer. Um, Anyone who works uh, at Dogs and Homes is a volunteer, none of us are paid to do it, we're all just dog lovers. So um, I do that along with two other ladies, we're very active on Facebook and Instagram, so you just need to pop on and uh, search Dogs and Homes and up will come, give us a follow and a like, it all contributes to the cause. And then of course get involved with some fundraising and anything else that needs doing really, admin-wise, to keep the charity going and moving forwards and rescuing more dogs.
0: So why did you want to be involved in this unique charity?
2: Well, um, I met uh, Gary and Michelle and started helping them out back in 2019 when the charity was first uh, founded, doing a few bits for them. Gary and Michelle are lovely people to work with, so that's a major bonus. And why do I want to do it? I mean, quite simply, um, I'm a dog lover like many of us out there. I have my own beautiful rescue dog. And if I can spend my spare time doing what I can to help other dogs in, you know, uh, suffering or in uh, have a bit of having been abandoned, help them find a better life through my actions, then uh, that's absolutely what I'm going to do with my spare time.
0: Okay, fair enough. So tell us what's been going on then. You said you've had a busy couple of months. What's been keeping you busy, Gary? Well, we had about a month ago. We had
1: a happy bus that wasn't able to reach us. It basically yes. broke down. Uh, and that gave us...
0: Uh, uh, I think we're in the rescue now,
1: aren't we? <laughs> not as noisy as this in the rescue. Come on, sorry. No, so we had a happy bus that unfortunately didn't manage to complete its journey. So what happened was, in uh, the, the same week actually, uh, another commercial operator who was taking uh, some dogs to Germany uh, also broke down in the same week. So in that one week, there was just under 40 dogs that didn't leave the shelter. So we agreed to double up our numbers, and that's what happened on Friday. So 12 was our largest number so far, and that's really what's been keeping us quite busy. It's planned for Friday. Obviously, now Friday's come and gone, but we've still got quite a lot of work to do to uh, find these homes. And for us, it's about not finding any home. It's got to be the right home, and a good home. Um, you, you get a lot of people applying, and... Um, but not, every, not everybody is going to move to the next stage doing a video call. Um, some people just don't have enough time in their hands to devote to bringing up a happy. Um, and some people like, just too far away. You just can't give them recipe back up if they're too far away. So how many times is the happy bus visiting you? Uh, I, this is once a month, sometimes twice a month. Uh, so it depends upon the numbers. So in August we'll have two, and then for September we drop back to one, and then we'll have four for the rest of the year, just one a month. Well,
3: can I ask about the vetting for rehoming? How does that work? Is that the same as the RSPCA
2: or all of those other fantastic rescue centres? So mm. our process is if you, if anyone is interested in adopting a dog at all, uh, first and foremost, pop onto our website. So that's dogsandhomes.org.uk. On there, um, there is a catalogue of the dogs who uh, are coming over or who are already in the country in foster and who are available for adoption, Um, so you can have a look at them. Also check out the um, Frequently Asked Questions document because that really tells you all of the criteria that you need to meet in order to be considered to rehome. And then if you think you meet all of those criteria, you can find our adoption form on the website as well. Fill that in really thoroughly. The more detail that can be provided by people, that just gives us a much better flavor of the kind of home uh, that someone might be. Um, And then if that all looks good, Gary will get in touch. Um, to do a home check. At the moment that's still virtually um, so have a look around your home via video, make sure that you've got an enclosed garden, that you've got enough space for the dog um, and then if all of that looks good they'd become an approved adopter um, at which point they'd automatically be considered for any dogs that are coming over so there'd be no need to resubmit every single time you see a dog you like the look of um, and, and that's basically the process but as Gary says it's we've quite picky about the homes that these dogs go to they've had a bad start in life we want to make sure that they're really going to their forever homes and are going to have a really good life from this point onward you have to be you
3: have to be choosy don't you for all the right reasons I want to ask as well about volunteering so if somebody out there is listening obviously you know you've put in plenty of hours Um, how do they go about approaching you to become a volunteer
2: so yeah, first of all, kind of you know, any hours that people can give are very welcomed, and uh, certainly all of my spare time, I'm at the computer doing doing anything I can. So again, um, best thing to do first of all probably is again go to that FAQ document on our website, and there it lists the number of ways that you can um, get involved and volunteer. First and foremost, donations be it financial or physical. Financial donations are obviously welcome because they help us to pay for all of the things that the dogs need um, and help us uh, you know, keep on, keep on rescuing. Physical donations um, tend to get sent back out to Portugal, so we have drop-off points um, around the local area, which Gary will be able to reel off, I'm sure, in just a second, but they can also be dropped off to Dogs and Homes HQ um, as well. Um, so yeah, Gary, do you, those, those drop-off points? For yeah, we've so got
1: drop-off points at Morrison's in Fleet, Pets Corner here in Fleet, also uh, Pets at Home in, in Farnham, uh, and also our own address, which you'll find on the website.
2: And then in terms of also um, anyone who wants to get physically involved, a lot of people who contact us do want to, you know, get their hands on puppies and things. Um, at the moment, there's no kind of um, rescue centre, as it were. So. Um, there are the occasional opportunities to come and help out with the Happy Bus arrivals themselves. Um, and if anyone wanted to do that, again, there's an email address on the FAQ document, which they can use to email us and state how they would like to, to get involved with us. And uh, we'll accommodate anyone we can, because uh, all the help we can get is gratefully received.
1: Just to add on that, actually, we are actually looking at premises. So we're talking to build our own kennels. So if anybody out there has got some suitable land, and please approach us. So you're expanding them. Yes. Yeah,
0: fantastic. So that, that, that's obviously, you know, I was just gonna say, what can we see happening in the future?
1: Yes, at the moment, all the dogs arrive to our house. Uh, and if there's any backup, if anybody um, struggles with a dog or a d- struggle to find a home for the dog for any period of time, it would be with us. We do have some fantastic fosters locally. I won't name them all, but I would just want to put a thank you to them because they do a lot of work for us. Um, but ideally, it would be better if we had our own kennels and our own secure field for exercising. And That's what we really want to try and achieve.
0: Of course, we heard the last time that we, that we spoke of one of your great supporters is Tim Peake.
1: Yes, yeah. Tim's, Tim's a fantastic patron of the charity. Um, he's going to be doing his tour later on this year, and we're going to be at uh, G Live in Guildford, and also down at Portsmouth Guildhall, um, bucket shaking, and to sort of getting to know some of his supporters. And we've also got um, Tom Dean, the double gold medalist. He had one of our dogs as well. Right.
0: So. Uh, is it as obviously local, so what's the radius of dogs and homes? So, as close as possible, ideally. Right. Um,
1: we do go further afield. Somebody contacted me last night and asked would we adopt to their parents in Scotland. Politely, I had to say no. Um... Sorry, Kerry.
0: Because you explained it's because you like to do the check. You like to go to people's houses to check everything out. It's not
1: so much that, because as Holly said, we can do that virtually. It's more to do with the fact that people expect some sort of backup from a charity. If you buy a dog from a breeder, there is no backup. Mm. Um, But from a charity, they do expect it, and that's fine. We provide good backup, and I like to think our backup is second to none. Um, but we can only achieve that by being able to get to people locally at a reasonable distance. Up to an hour, further now, it starts to, to stretch our resources. Certainly beyond that, it becomes uh, more difficult.
0: I was going to say, it kind of reminds me of a story. He's not got a microphone at the moment. The guy that's doing Mr Tech at the moment, he's got a cat that visits him every single day, and he looks after this cat. It's not his cat at all, but he leaves them food, everything. Good
2: and Jack. Well done. Yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah, <well> done, <laughs> also, if they stay local as well, it's really nice. We do sometimes see our adopters meeting up with their pups. Oh. So um, it builds a good kind of sustainable local scene. Um, if pups have come over as part of a litter, then those brothers and sisters get to meet up again. The owners can swap tips and, uh, and catch up. And it creates a really nice local kind of dog community they'll also then support local dog related businesses who then sometimes we are able to work with as a result of that so again it's feeding into this whole kind of sustainability set up with the I, charity i do
3: think i mean i've got a, a rescue dog myself and there's a certain amount of pride that you have that you've taken on a rescue Absolutely, yes. and i feel so i love it when i see somebody rescuing a dog it's just such a good feeling i want to get i want to be when that happy bus comes in i want to be there looking at them all <laughs> Welcome to come along. Yeah. I well, uh, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I will. I will I'll be there. Yeah,
0: because uh, I was watching the social media when, when they came off the happy bus that you must have posted out the other day. I and mean, it just like they arrived and they were all like sniffing around and like, oh, new home and all this kind of stuff. It's great.
2: Yeah. And we like to show that as well because hopefully people can see you know, they are happy, healthy, sociable uh, dogs just jumping off the bus, having a lot of fun. They get to decompress for a little bit before they go off to their, their happy ever after homes or, or pop into foster for a little bit.
0: So the happy bus arrives and is it usually the same day they get taken away to the... Yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, that, that helps because effectively they've been fostered in Portugal. Although we talk about shelters in Portugal, these are people's homes, but it's not um, you know, the concrete jungles that you might see on social media of a thousand dogs. Um, so, it's effectively, that's why we're able to get so much information from the ladies in Portugal as to sort of homes that they'll be good in. So, it is better when they arrive in the UK, they do to their forever home rather than stay in foster.
3: That must make such a huge difference to them settling in. They're not coming in and having to put up with somewhere and then move on somewhere else. Yeah, Brilliant.
1: We have found that. Through lockdown probably one of the things is that the puppies in Portugal don't get out and about as often as we'd like simply because they've been in lockdown. So the puppies that come here haven't been to towns, for instance, particularly because they're in a rural area. They will have been to the local village, like the cafe, down to the beach. All those places have been fairly sparse, as haven't been many tourists, any tourists, of any. So when they come here, certainly when we bring them into fleet, when we're fostering dogs, it's an eye-opener, although it's not a big town. Just things like, you know, the bus, the trolley, the sliding doors in the shop, they're all a bit of an eye-opener for the yeah. Do
3: you know, I did hear a quote recently, and it said that dogs are here to make us better humans. <laughs> and I thought, actually, that makes sense, because they're so... They love you unconditionally, don't they? They mm. are an absolute joy. They really are. Absolutely. And
2: Every household should be with one. Yeah.
0: I wish I could have one.
2: Oh, Why not?
0: because i live with my brother he does have a dog so i couldn't bring another dog into the family i don't think okay i don't live locally though that's 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 my only problem but there you go Uh, so guys how do people help the charity and how do people get in touch with you
2: so, yeah, you can get in touch, as I said earlier, we are on um, social media, so Facebook or Instagram. Just search for Dogs and Homes. You can contact us and someone will always come back to you. Um, and there's also our website, which has a lot of contact details on it. It has the adoption form. It has our frequently asked questions document as well. So those are the ways um, I'd say the best to get in touch with us.
0: Yeah. For now, thanks guys for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much buzz talk business fancy being part of our next discussion then get in touch by emailing us at info at buzzpodcasts.co.uk and find out more of our conversation at buzzpodcasts.co.uk